0: You are listening to the Chaos Cast, hosted by Two Jerks and a Dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting, while stiff-arming your trash fantasy football team, your only place for chaos fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham and John Spears. This episode, we're going to take a look back at the results of Week 4. As always, we'll dish out the Whoopin' of the Week award. We'll take a peek at waiver pickups and fab, make our picks for week five, and finally open up the chaos mailbag and address questions and comments from league fantasy nerds. Let's get into it.
1: All right, we start with Scoop's Troop versus Team Purple Bleeders. Scoop's Troop MVP, Lamar Jackson, had a more down to earth performance with only 25 points. Yeah, I only said 25, but it didn't matter. Other players, Cooper Cup, CEH, and the Eagles' D, picked up the slack to save the team in a comfortable win. Coach Frick also couldn't get his players motivated, only scoring a measly 168 points. Scoop's troop is quietly building momentum, jumping to fourth in standings on a two-win streak after starting 0-2. We'll see if they can make it three next week, going up against farewell hope, who seems to be going in the opposite direction. The Bleeder's... Certainly needed that win last week, falling to ninth in the standings. But the, the season isn't over yet for the bleeders, with so many teams one and three. But you gotta wonder what's going on there. Bleeders go up against the Intoxicated All Stars next week. Both teams are one and three, and this looks to be a loser leaves town matchup. Next, we have the surprise two teams of the year going off against each other, in the Houdinis and Slop Nasty. Both teams are hot with only one loss going into it, but the Houdini's kept the fire burning and torched the slops in the process. Not quite the whooping of the week, but another game over 250 for Coach Basham and did it with players underperforming going into week four with Joe Burrow, Austin Eckler, Mike Evans. Doing quite well with the different players. Slops were able to crack 200, and that seems to be the bar for a good week. But Slop Nasty had too many single-digit players this week, and that's what decided the game. Houdini's moved to second in the standings, uh, looking to be one of the two top teams uh, coming to December. It's going to be tough to beat them every single week. Slops fall to sixth in the standings, but I don't think this loss hurt them that much. They're still in playoff position. If they keep cracking 200, they'll still be in the playoffs.
2: Mr. Rupert, Mr. Rupert. Be my little Ruby. That's right, Rob. I just sang you a song because you think you're so damn special. But you're not. Your team might be, but you're not. But uh, let's do a quick rundown here. All right, jumping off the page here. Rob's team put up points. And by God, did they put up points? Uh, My team uh, had about three receivers, uh, two receivers at six. Kyle Pitts, six. My defense got me four. Uh, Not very impressed with that. Uh, Overall, I feel like Rob's team is kind of deserving of a 4-0. Moving forward, though, I feel like I'm going to – there's a bounce back coming. I didn't do it this week, but I'm not really sure what to think of Rob's team. I really hate Rob. That'll about wrap that up.
0: Well put. Well put. All right. Uh, so, next we'll take a look at my team, Black Sunday, versus the Intoxicated All Stars. So, uh, reviewing this matchup, you know, I, I could grumble uh, about Tua going down early in the game, only getting me two points. But I really can't do that because Joey's quarterback, Marcus Mariota, great star, by the way, Joe, only got him three points and jonathan taylor got him a measly 7.6 but rashad penny and damian pierce both did their best derrick henry impersonation and blew up for 47 and 48 points respectively throw in debo that's my bike punk samuels 42 point performance and i'm in trouble Uh, it didn't help matters that i had tj hawkinson go nuclear on my bench putting up a 60 bomb and J.K. Dobbins, who made a nice season debut with 28.6 points of his own, also on my bench. Now, this makes two weeks in a row my bench has scored well over 100 points. Which really basically means that my bench is much better, much better than the rest of your turd starting rosters. Uh, but in the end, uh, the intoxicated All-Stars pull away 245 to 174. Moving him to 1-3. and three, Dropping me to 1-3. and three. But Joe, don't get too excited. You're still one in five versus me all time.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, this is the moment you've been waiting for. Amanda, Winifred, Shelley, I'm sorry, I'm really not sorry, but you got whoop.
0: Amanda, you got whoop, and it was an ugly, ugly whooping. You got beat by a whopping 146 points, more than being doubled up. And we've been, and I've been nice to you on this show, and I'd like to continue to. So you're going to need to step up your game uh, this point forward, because there's really there's no mercy on the podcast. Uh, you, you need to do better. I still love your roster. Again, we we all loved your your draft. We all praised your team early on, and now you're added to the whooping of the week. Congratulations.
2: Yeah, I couldn't happen to a better person. Um, yeah, if there was a fantasy football team equivalent to a sad emoji, this is it. Um, by the way, Lance, you're a dickwad. Um, but, yeah, Amanda, do better.
1: Well, 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 here we meet, Amanda. <laughs> thought, thought you could just keep winning. You know, go undefeated. This is easy. This, this, this game's easy. You know, week four comes around and can't even get 150 points. <laughs> oh,
0: God. <Make> it.
1: <sighs> well, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad I could give you the first loss. Welcome to the league, Amanda. Okay, let's move to uh, Fab. I uh, just wanted to let you all know I've been getting on some questions on – how I'm able to look at everyone's offers, even if they didn't win the player. Uh, I've been able to look it up on a browser with uh, my laptop, Uh, and it doesn't seem like you can do it with your phone. Uh, Tried looking up, there doesn't seem to be an option, and I know a lot of you all don't only use uh, the app, so every Wednesday, once everyone picks up their players, I'll send a screenshot to everybody in the group chat uh so the this week most bid on players were uh Mike Boone and the 49ers D. Unbelievably, but uh Mike Boone was snatched up for $155 by the Houdinis, outbidding the Bleeders uh, seventy seven. Seemed like a good pickup at the time with Javante Williams going out for the year, but since then the Broncos have signed Latavius Murray and they had like a horrible offensive performance last night uh against the Colts. But still, Boone put up 20, so I think he could be uh, a good bye week fill in for the Houdinis. Uh, the 49ers' D was uh, bid on by four different teams. Uh, Slop Nasty got them for 27 dollars with uh, three other bidders with uh, Black Sunday, Victoria's Secret, and Farewell to Hope. Uh, seems like they all like that juicy matchup against Baker and the Panthers. Uh, the 49ers have a very good defense. It's shocking they were out there in the waivers to begin with. Black Sunday dropped them last week for the Chargers, D, perhaps liking their matchup a little better or afraid of the Rams' offense, but they performed well. Uh, Other notable pickups include George Pickens for $117 by Farewell to Hope, Caleb Huntley, $51 for the Purple Bleeders, Rashad White, $26 for It's What Plants Crave, Will Disley, $21, uh, Farewell to Hope, uh, Russell Wilson, $9 from uh, Intoxicated All-Stars. And then Latavius Murray, uh, $2 for the uh, Purple Bleeders. And then uh, there's some interesting drops with all these pickups, uh, just to let everybody know. Uh, so Intoxicated All-Stars dropped Greg Dortch. It's What Plants Crave dropped Alan Robinson. Farewell to Hope dropped Chase Claypool. uh Black Sunday dropped Jacoby Myers, and then uh, Farewell to Hope dropped Kenneth Walker. But then Kenneth Walker was picked up by Black Sunday the next day. Uh, it seems like most is coming from the losing record teams this week, which makes a lot of sense. They're, they're just trying to get that that second win. I feel like a, a big trade could be coming from the in one of these teams, uh, just trying to get some kind of spark to go. But, John, Brad, what are your thoughts on this week's pickups?
2: Yeah, I guess the thing that jumps off the page here would be, I didn't know there would be a bidding war for the 49ers D. Um, it was a little wild, uh, but good on uh, Slop Nasty for making the pickup. Uh, I believe uh, Lance made a couple good moves here. Uh, sorry about the attack earlier. I had an obligatory uh, lash out, and you were the tall snail. Um But good good on him. I'm picking up Latavius Murray for two bucks. But uh, again, I'm really liking the activity. Uh, Keep it up.
0: All right, here we go again, guys. So, Joey. Joey pays a couple weeks ago $101 for Greg Dork, dropping George Pickens in the process. So, follow me. Last week, this week, John picks up. George picking his nose For $117 so the, If my math is correct That's $218 of waste Good job you know, This is the kind of Waiver wire stupidity That makes me laugh And it makes me feel like that I'm, I'm going to win the lead uh, You can talk about my record All you want uh, It's still early But all of you bumbling dolts Run to the waiver wire Looking for Mike Boone Get out of here Mike frickin Boone all right will Disley, John yep and what's Latavius Murray what's he uh, 42 now 43 years old I'm sure he'll be great
1: Thanks for insight guys
0: All right moving right into our week five picks first matchup will be the Houdinis sitting at three and one versus Black Sunday. One and three. Brad, myself has a four and zero record all time versus Derek. So, guess who I am picking? <laughs> uh, give me Black Sunday.
1: Joey broke that trend
2: uh, last week. I'll, I'll pick the Houdinis to break that trend again. No way in hell am I picking the Houdinis to win this week and him sweep all three of the podcasters. I don't care who he's playing. Black Sunday all day.
0: Eat it, Derek, five and zero oh, all time. All right, next matchup gonna be the Intoxicated All Stars, one and three versus the Bleeders, Purple Bleeders, also at one and three. Critical matchup here to stay out of the cellar for the league through five weeks. Uh, Joey and Lance are locked up at two and two all time versus one another. I am gonna take Joey here. Who you got, Levi? Yeah,
1: I am gonna be watching this matchup.
2: Well... A lot this week. Uh, I'm going to take Joey. Yeah, give me Joey here. Uh, Naheem Hines dropping 2.6 on Thursday. Not a good look.
0: Yep, bad start for the Bleeders with Judy and Hines, both putting up underwhelming numbers. So we'll move to the third matchup. It's going to be Farewell to Hope at 1-3, and three, taking on Scoop's Troop at 2-2. Two and two. Jason and John are also locked up at two and two head to head all time. Uh, I I do like John's roster better this week, so I'm taking favor to hope.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go hungry. Dog runs faster, John.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna take myself here. uh, But you know, props to Jason who absolutely body slammed me this week in the smack talk arena. Uh, Payback.
0: Indeed. All right. Next matchup, we've got Victorious Secret three and one versus the Slop Nasties at two and two. Uh, Jeff is three and zero oh, all time versus the Randos. I'll explain that in a bit, but I am actually going to take the Slops here to go to three and two.
1: I think uh, Coach Shelley rebounds this week after that horrible performance last week uh, and takes the W against Slop Nasty.
2: This was a tough one, uh, but give me uh, the old Slip Slop Nasties. Uh, I think a lot of this is going to hinge on what Jared Goff does against at New England.
0: All right, and then finally we'll take a look at it's what plants crave, 2-2 two and two versus... The Cleveland Steamers at 4-0. All right, I, I'm taking a look at this. And Levi is 2-3 and all-time versus Rob. He's about to tie that up. It's going to be 3-3. Three and three. Levi's going to move to 3-2. and two And, Rob, your decline begins.
1: I got a stat for you as well. I'm undefeated against undefeated. So, I'll pick myself.
0: Love it.
2: Mr. Rupert, I ain't picking you. Uh, give me Levi. Um, yeah. The decline starts. I agree.
0: All right, we all agree. Rob sucks. All right, one one quick little note. Uh, we've been tracking our uh, our records for our picks, and uh, Levi really came through last week with a five and zero record to pull ahead to a thirteen and seven overall overall records for his picks, and myself and John sitting at eight and twelve. Have. we have we have really struggled the past two weeks so john we got some work to do there and then just another other quick note uh i have updated the head-to-head matrix to include random teams who have been that 10th team in the history of the league uh meaning there was a year west there was max there was Robbie, now amanda uh so i'll also be including that the uh, record against the randos uh and so just a quick note there so yeah we'll go ahead and move on
2: to the mailbag we go All right, here we go, guys. Uh, Joey from Valley Station, he asks, Since it's October, which player on your team are you scared to play and which players are you scared to play against?
0: That's easy for me. I appreciate the question, Joey. It's a good one. Uh, For me, it's, it's Zeke. You know, he was my first running back taken in the draft. And he is on my bench this week because week in and week out he has just been a mystery. And a player I'm most scared to play against would be Lamar.
1: Awesome question, Joe. Um, yeah, this one was a little tough for me to think about. I, I've, it was last week. It like the entire year was Allen Robinson. Like I just, I played him week one, and then after that it's just like tough to even start him. And then I finally dropped him. So like. I don't know if that's a good enough answer. And then just to piggyback Brad, it's just like any like good running quarterback I'm scared facing it so you know Hurts, uh, Lamar, uh Josh Allen, they're all tough.
0: Well, let me let me take this uh to the next step. Let me look at Joey's roster and try to guess who he might say for himself. All right, let's look, let's see who we got here. Oh, uh Damian Pierce. I w- if that wait, no, 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 no. Uh Devin Duvernay. Duver, Duvernay? Yeah, probably. No, wait. No, Raheem Mostert. Uh, that's got to be. Oh, uh, Jeff Wilson. Oh, do... okay. This is a team. This is a team full of misfit toys. This is awful. All
2: right. I kind of came out left field there, uh, but for me, it'd probably be uh, Kyle Pitts easily. Uh, he's kind of been a dud. Uh, thought he was this elite talent coming in the league, supposed to catch everything. Uh, he has not done that this year. Uh and yeah, if, as far as a player that I was be scared to play against, yeah, it's the boogeyman, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's he's scary good. All right, next question. B Rad from the Ridge asks Has Rob prematurely crowned himself? Oh, for sure he has.
1: It's like well, he's thinks he's king uh, everything right now, but like when it gets cold, you know, field gets hard. I don't think his players are gonna, you know, come through as much. He's got it's gonna be tougher to win. the The, the real winners are gonna show up in late November, early December, and he's gonna be crumbling in that
0: in that spot. Very well said. I uh, will answer answer. Absolutely. Absolutely, Rob. Champions. Champions are not crowned in week four, you clown. Okay? It's going to be real freaking funny when you fall off a clip. Okay, you're going to fall off. So it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Do you hear me? It's not how you start, it's how you finish.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd laugh if you fell off a cliff. But uh, moving on, Joey, again, from Valley Station asks, is anybody really worried about playing Brad? He got stomped by an 0-3 team. Well, I wasn't worried, and I whooped his ass. I, was, I wasn't I was worried at the time. I, I mostly beat myself by,
1: you know, not starting a tight end. Like, I thought Colcomet was going to catch a ball, and then I would have won. But, you know, I beat myself.
0: I, I really don't care if you're worried about playing me uh, because you know what? You're going to be worried moving forward about the health of your trash team after you play me. From, this, from week five on, you will be worried. Again, it's not how you start. It's how you finish.
2: All right, we got Derek next up from Portless, Delaware. He asks, how many games can you lose before you really should s- stop talking shit? Asking for my friend, whose name rhymes with Brad Kreger. I feel like that's more of, you can only do that if you got dubs in the wind column here. Yeah, we kind of discussed
1: this off-pod. I I think we came to the conclusion it's around 6 or 7
0: before you really just need to shut up. You know what my answer is? 13. (laughs) 13. I won't stop talking shit, okay? That's the answer. The answer is I won't. You know why? Because it's the lifeblood of this league. And this podcast and all you pathetic fantasy managers out there, Trash Talking will be going on week five, week six. Not five, not six, not seven, not eight, 13.
2: All righty. We got uh, Amy from Dixie Highway asked, John, do you wear a jock strap, and if so, what's, what's that? That's a little inappropriate. Why don't you shoot me a DM, huh? Why don't you do that? I'll tell you. You know, when I go to the store, I say, hey, do you have this size, and they have to go to the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Derek, again, from Portland, Delaware. I don't even know if that's a city. I just made it up. Uh, after getting whooped for the first time, is Amanda going downhill? I feel like Levi should take this one. Yeah, excellent question, Derek. Um, I think we'll see this week. She
1: got utterly beat down, just embarrassed this week, and we got to see how she'll respond after her first, like, really, really devastating loss. Uh, So I think if she comes out weak against Jeff, we'll know the answer to that question.
2: Yeah. All right, we have a comment coming in from Dr. Teeth of the Mayhem. John Hammond was an honest businessman who spent a fortune to make his dream and dinosaurs a reality. Dennis Nedry was a greedy bee who tried to steal those dreams. We learned this week that Jeff is the Dennis Nedry of the Chaos League when he stole the 49ers' D with a last-minute bid. I hope he's prepared for the venom spit that is Victoria's Secret. What in the hell did I just read? All right. (laughs) Moving on, we have Aloysius Scroggins from Hazard, Kentucky. Better chance of making the playoffs in their respective leagues, Coolio's unmanaged team or Black Sunday? (laughs)
1: Uh, Jury's still out on that one. Uh, Like, I I haven't seen Coolio's unmanaged team, but I'm sure it probably has a lot more uh, good players, so – We'll see. We'll see.
0: Uh, this ain't gangsta's paradise, bro. So, it's going to be Black Sunday. And I'm about sick and tired of this league targeting me for trash talk week in and week out. Because what's going to end up happening is, uh, every one of you clowns, after you're you're trashing me, you're going on the podcast in the mailbag, and you're trying to insinuate that Black Sunday is some punk. Okay? And that ain't the case. The revenge tour begins.
2: What a tough guy. All right. Uh... Last question from the mailbag comes from Big Perm. He didn't give his <laughs> didn't give his location here, but uh, but uh, get the word out that my Chihuahua is missing. His name his name is Tater Sack. I gave him that name because he has huge nuts. He said, please email oldschooltroydaniels at aol if you have seen him or have any information that could help me locate him. Not sure if that was meant for the fantasy <laughs> podcast, but uh, I think we're all praying for old Tater Sack to make his way home. Yeah. You know, our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to his family. Uh, yeah, I think that about wrap it up for the mailbag. Really appreciate all your questions, Mister um, Mr. Rupert. Mister Rupert,
0: be my little ruby. All right, Chaos Fantasy Nerds, episode five is in the books, and we're moving into the middle of the fantasy season very quickly. Some teams are going to be on the outside looking in after this weekend. Other teams, who may not know it yet, but they're going to be experiencing a great fall from the top of the standings. But maybe most importantly, the podcast team is extremely downtrodden with the tragic news of Tater Sack, so we're taking action. We're going to use our ubiquitous omnipresent influence to set up a GoFundMe for Big Perm. Also, I'd like to thank the entire league for their terrible waiver wire pickups and otherwise underwhelming fantasy rosters. So as always, continue to leave your smart mouth comments and filthy smack talk on the Chaos Group text line. And please keep the mailbag questions coming. But in the meantime, set your lineup, work on that smack talk game, and remember, Nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.